0: To oneself, and that much medical progress only prolonged life for a few uncomfortable months, to the greater glory of the patient's doctor. For all that, he had less stupidity and more skill than Stephen Maxey gave him credit for, and few of his patients faced the inevitable before their time. He had attended Mrs. Maxey at the births of both her children and was doctor and friend to her husband insofar as Simon Maxey's bemused brain could any longer know or appreciate friendship. Now he sat at the Maxey table and forked up chicken souffle with the air of a man who has earned his dinner and has no intention of being infected by other people's moods. "'So you've taken Sally Jupp and her baby, Eleanor?' Dr Epps was never inhibited from stating the obvious. "'Nice young things, both of them. "'Rather jolly for you to have a baby about the house again.' "'Let us hope Martha agrees with you,' said Mrs Maxey dryly. "'She needs help desperately, of course, but she's very conservative.' She may feel the situation more than she says. She'll get over it. Moral scruples soon give way when it's a case of another pair of hands at the kitchen sink. Dr. Epps dismissed Martha Baltituff's conscience with a wave of his podgy arm. She'll be eating out of the baby's hand before long anyway. Jimmy's an appealing child, whoever his father was at this point miss liddell felt that the voice of experience should be heard i don't think doctor that we should talk about the problem of these children too lightly naturally we must show christian charity here miss liddell gave a half bow in the direction of the vicar as if acknowledging the presence of another expert and apologizing for the intrusion into his field but I can't help feeling that society as a whole is getting too soft with these girls. The moral standards of the country will continue to fall if these children are to receive more consideration than those born in wedlock. And it's happening already. There's many a poor, respectable mother who doesn't get half the fussing and attention which is lavished on some of these girls. She looked around the table flushed and began eating again vigorously well what if they did all look surprised it had needed saying it was her place to say it she glanced at the vicar as if enlisting his support but mr hinks after his first puzzled glance at her was concentrating on his dinner Miss Liddell, balked of an ally, thought irritably that the dear vicar really was just a little greedy over his food. Suddenly, she heard Stephen Maxey speaking. "'These children are no different, surely, than any others, except that we owe them more. I can't see that their mothers are so remarkable either.' After all, how many people accept in practice the moral code which they despise these girls for breaking? A great many, Dr. Maxey, I assure you. Miss Liddell, by nature of her job, was unaccustomed to opposition from the young. Stephen Maxey might be a rising young surgeon, but that didn't make him an expert on delinquent girls. I should be horrified if I thought that some of the behaviour I have to hear about in my work was really representative of modern youth. Well, as a representative of modern youth, you can take it from me that it's not so rare that we can afford to despise the ones who've been found out. This girl we have seems perfectly normal and respectable to me. She has a quiet and refined manner— She's quite well educated, too, a grammar school girl. I should never have dreamed of recommending her to your mother if she weren't a most superior type of girl for St. Mary's. Actually, she's an orphan brought up by an aunt. But I hope you won't let that play on your pity. Sally's job is to work hard and make the most of this opportunity. The past is over and is best forgotten.